Do you think if John C. Riley and Will Ferrell could conceive a child together, that child would have straight hair? Hair? Why fuck that up? That's bad. Straight hair. <laughs> the ultimate irony of all ironies that their child would come out and have hair straight as the day is long. Yeah, I think he'd probably be short, kind of fat. You know, not like fat, but just chubby. Yeah. And have really long, straight hair. Yeah, man. Thank you for describing me as a young boy. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. I, I was their child. Interesting. That explains very little. Welcome to Rounding Down, the only outlaw, tough person, bad person podcast that dares to ask what is good and what is bad. I'm Chid, the outlaw, tough person, bad person in question. And tonight, I have some questions about the healthcare system in America. I think a lot of people have those questions. My questions are not that serious. Uh, I'm not going to really get into universal healthcare versus, uh, you know, rich people with healthcare they like preferring that. I won't wade into those waters. But here's what I will say. My sidekick, Cy Fieti, is not with me tonight. Um, his girlfriend was in a car accident. I think she's doing okay, but they're in the emergency room. So family comes first, even though I would argue, obviously, Chid is Cy's number one family member. Um, it, it, more importantly than me being his number one family member is that his girlfriend is a loyal listener of the podcast. So she comes first, obviously, listeners first. And we hope she gets well soon and feels a lot better pretty soon. Shout out to her. This is not something she needs. Obviously, she's already dating a renowned sandwich cuck and a guy who uh, really has trouble reading out loud. So she's already got uh, the deck stacked against her, obviously, in every single way. Uh, but we're going to wish for her a speedy recovery. I'm sure she'll be fine by the time this podcast airs. So that's my semi-serious note to start off this great and funny podcast, which is always very funny. Uh, yeah, so anyway, it's a weekend. This is an interesting time to record. We don't usually do weekend records. Sometimes we do, but it is a Sunday night. It is the end of December, and uh, I have a fun guest. We're going to get into that in just a moment. A lot to be excited about. So today, our, our guest wants to kind of round down. He has some strong opinions about something that he feels is very bad. I asked him to summarize. He gave me like a paragraph about what he wanted to round down on, and I asked him to summarize it in three words, as I often do when people give me a sentence or more. And he came up with a very good one-word answer, and I'm very excited to talk to him about it. But first, I'm going to go positive. So I want to bring the joy. I want to talk about something that people really denigrate and take for granted and just don't give it the respect it deserves. Today, I'm rounding up on something that most people have but a lot of people take for granted. I know on a recent episode of fellow Buzzcast podcast, the Bobby Horror Picture Show, Sleeves and Bobby and Skeleton Blood, who was their guest that day, seemed to predict that shit play would be really big in 2020. They said, I think that shit play was the way it was all going to go in 2020. So we're like one month in now in January, obviously. And I'm predicting something else. I'm predicting something that's really important, something that I think is going to be a really big trend in 2020 and beyond, let's be honest. And that's armpit stuff armpits first of all where else would sweat come from 
some people have sweaty foreheads, I guess. Some people get sweaty wrists. I know when I'm running, my wrists get really sweaty. I don't know why that is. I don't know. I have sweaty wrists. I guess that's why they make wristbands for athletes. Not for big idiots like me. I wouldn't wear them. I I think if you wear wristbands and you're not actually an athlete, it looks like you're trying too hard. Even if you need them. If I was wearing wristbands and I was running and someone saw me wearing wristbands and they gave me kind of a look, like an askance look, I would feel the need to slow down and be like, I'm wearing them because my wrists get really sweaty. It's not because I'm trying to put on airs. I don't really care what other people think, but I, I don't know. I would feel the need to explain that. So anyway, armpits, they're a good place for sweat. That's where sweat comes from usually. And it's, they're a good place. Where else would sweat come from? I guess your wrists, but just armpits are good. Also, armpits are a great place to hide skin tags. If you have skin tags, Man, you better hope they're in your armpits because nobody's going to see those motherfuckers in there. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're a guy and you got hairy armpits. No one will ever know. You could probably hide three dozen in each armpit. And I don't think any woman would ever look closely or any man if, you know, or any non-gendered person. I'll be inclusive completely. I don't don't think anyone would look that closely at your armpits and, and the hair within and what's hiding underneath that cloak of hair. Good place to hide skin tags, I gotta say. I can't think of a better place on the male body to hide a skin tag. Speaking of hair, armpits are hairy for all people. They will grow hair. Or most people. I, don't, I shouldn't say all people. Some people have trouble growing hair. Some people have alopecia. So not all people. But a lot of people grow hair and have hair in their armpits. And that's pretty rad. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're like 13, the way that you prove that you're like boss as fuck is you grow hair in your armpits. And I don't know about our guests, but I remember being in junior high and people being like, yo, did you see Jim? Look at his pits, man. That guy's got some fucking hair. Being like really excited that Jim was going through puberty and had armpit hair. It's pretty dope. Also, armpits, you get two of them. Listen, like two. It's awesome. You get two of them. You don't just get one. You get two. That's I mean, there's a lot of parts of the male body that I wish I had more than one of. Nose. That was what I was thinking of. If you thought I was thinking of something different, then you're the pervert. I wish I had more than one nose so I could smell the delicious sense of holiday cooking. But anyway, you get two armpits. It's great. Just like that uh, scene in that movie, The Social Network, the movie about the Facebook platform. There's the twins, the Winklevoss twins. And they're like, uh, they're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill that Zuckerberg because there's two of me, and also I'm about to star in a movie where I play the Lone Ranger and Tonto is played by Johnny Depp, a white man. That's what they say in that movie. I'm pretty sure. I don't. I saw it one time. Weirdly, I saw it in theaters. That was before I had kids. I used to see things in theaters. I don't see anything in theaters anymore. Armpits are really fun to scratch. I can't think of another part of my body that I prefer to scratch. There's lots of parts of my body that I need to scratch more, but armpits are like fun to scratch because it's like you can do it kind of in public and you don't feel embarrassed by it. If In so much as scratching anywhere in public is like not maybe preferred. You can scratch them in public and no one looks at you like you're an asshole. Uh, you can scratch them and like they don't, uh, you know, unless you're like really not using soap or using too much soap or using the wrong kind of soap, you can scratch them and they're really resilient and they they won't get dry um, or gross. So they're fun to scratch. I I like it. It's good. It's good scratching. It's good scratch time. They smell really strong. So armpits smell strong. And I'm not a dog. Hang, well, hang on. 
I didn't want to get it. I've seen the conspiracy of the internet. Conspiracy of the I'm a dog. I started a podcast. Saint Bernard that sent you and started a podcast. That's why I'm so friendly and so smart and so smart. I have such a strong sense of smart. People are saying that on the internet, and I'm here to say that that's not true. That's not true. I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog. But armpits smell really strong. They don't smell good. I wouldn't say good necessarily, but they smell strong and. If you really want the essence of something, you you got to get into something strong. You know, like people really loved herbal essences, the shampoo in the 90s, the shampoo where uh, Buster from Arrested Development like walked in on the shower with that woman who was singing, you like, make me feel like I'm a natural woman. Look it up. It's a YouTube commercial. I mean, it's on YouTube, but it was Buster. And, uh, and that was called herbal essences because the herbs have an essence and the essence is strong. And that's why people like that shampoo. Well, the same thing for armpits. Armpit essences. That's what I'm just putting in a bottle. Got to rub it the right way. Put it on the shelves. Armpit essences. Sounds good. And also, like, I'm not saying that I'm not... I want to just also get out ahead of this. Obviously, I started by talking about shit play. I'm not, like, aroused by arm... I'm not aroused by any... I've never been horny online. We know that. I say that all the time. Everyone knows it. It's true. I'm not aroused by armpits. You can't... Stop sending me – I already can tell I'm going to get a barrage of people's armpit pictures in my inbox. I don't want them. They're not going to – I'm not – they're going to do anything for me. I don't want to see a picture of your armpit. If you start a thread and you tag me where you take a picture of your armpit and you put it on Twitter, I'm – not only am I not going to look at those pictures, I'm going to just reply every time you send it. I'm going to – no matter what time of day it is, as soon as I see the alert, I'm going to open Twitter and I'm going to reply and I'm going to say, I did not look at this picture. And that's all I'm going to write back. So every time you put tag a picture of me, me, you tag your armpit and you tag me in the in the chain, I'm going to say I did not look at this picture. I'm saying that right now. So don't even bother. It's not going to be a thing that's fun like when's the draft. People aren't going to do it to me and, and make it a thing where they do it all the time to me. Okay? And the last thing I'll say about armpits is they're usually wet, but in spite of that, they're comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's lots of parts of the body that get wet, but the them being wet or damp is super unpleasant. Like, if you walk around with wet feet all the time, your feet feel like garbage. Like, your shoes get wet, your feet get wet, your socks are wet, and your feet are all sloshing around, and then, like, they're wet for, like, the, like if you ever walk to – if you work in a city and you have to walk in a rainstorm from, let's just say, a train station to, let's just say, your office – and your feet get like really wet and like let's just say the half mile walk. If that happens and your feet are wet all day, then like your your feet get all wrinkly and it feels gross and then they get itchy and it's it just sucks. It's not it's not fun. But your armpits can be wet like a hundred percent of the time if you're me. And it's it's very comfortable. You're never like, oh, my armpits are uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like they just pool a, a nice pool on your shirts and the pool is there and it's like they're the pit hairs just swimming in it. Just swimming in that in that pool. Armpits. Very good. And I don't need pictures of your armpits. Today's guest is a deadspin and twinja guy. I don't know when I first met him or what brought us together, but he lives in Minnesota, a state I love from Duluth to Redwood Falls, but not anywhere northwest of Duluth, because that's the one area of the state I haven't visited. And also, let's be honest, like, I got no fucking time for North Dakota, you know what I'm saying, maybe? So, let's see if I can get him to say oofta. It's Lethal Jorts. Hey, what's up? How you doing, man? You know where Redwood Falls is. That's amazing. 
Yeah, man. Great town. They got that casino. They do. <laughs> and uh, they got that Dairy Queen, and they got that... Uh, uh, <laughs> that's about it. They got that Dairy Queen and a casino, I and I think there there's a subway a, there. There was a furniture store there, but it's been a long time yeah. since I was there, so... Yeah, I'm sure it hasn't changed that. I know that there was a Burger King there, but when I was last there, the Burger King was closed. Yeah, so. I'm not familiar with any Burger King in Redwood Falls. <laughs> yeah, there was also apparently, I think, like a Chinese restaurant that was fairly popular. I think it was the most popular restaurant in town, and it closed about six months before I last visited. So, small town, small town America, farm country, uh, you know, beautiful, beautiful place to be if you like uh, cornfields and... Um, Walmart, there's like a Walmart there and, you know, bad hotels, there's some bad hotels there. So it's a real treat. I I gotta say, don't visit there if you don't have friends or family to stay with. No, or if you want to see a really run down casino. (laughs) Yeah, well, let me tell you, that casino might be run down, but good old shitty went in there and won 200 bucks. Yeah, there you go. That's good. I just know when to hold them and know when to fold them and, uh, you know. I had a lot of fun. It was great. Uh, not the worst casino I've been to, which is, I would think that I've been to some bad casinos, I guess, is what is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so, Jorts, I always say, just to start, a person's name predicts their destiny, especially the first two letters. The first two letters are Chit, of course, C-H. The first two letters are Champion, C-H. The first two letters of Lethal, L-E. first two letters of L-E is also the first two letters of Leaving, Leaving. Where are you leaving? Hopefully wherever I am right now. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. (laughs) So you're here to talk about why entertainment is bad. I I personally think entertainment, like, I know you, I don't want to start you off with like a hard question. And this question might be a little bit controversial. And I'm not one to tip my hand or needlessly wade into choppy waters. But inquiring minds want to know, if you're so down on entertainment, is it because you prefer Teamo, or it's never been like that, or the populist favorite Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix? Is that why you were so down on entertainment? I'm not familiar with anything you just said. Okay. <laughs> Those are records by the band Phoenix. They have a record called Entertainment. It's a good um, record. I think it's it's maybe their best record. Well, that's probably – that's one man's opinion. came out in 2013. Check it out. I absolutely will not. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, they're a band from France, so, you know, you're from the Midwest, probably you, you want nothing to do with France. Yeah, France can go to hell. <laughs> um, so, entertainment, why, why, why do you hate it? Well, it's not that I hate entertainment as an entity, it's that I hate the consolidation of American entertainment into Disney and um, NBC, I guess, I don't know who else there even is anymore. I think NBC is the same company as Comcast and Universal. Yeah, so there's there's Universal and Disney and I guess Sony, but they're Japanese, so they're at least a little bit better than maybe, I don't know. As you can tell, I've really thought very hard about this. <laughs> it sounds like you've done a lot of research, too. <laughs> so, specifically, I, what do you have against Disney? Well, they own what... Basically every major movie franchise now that since they bought Fox. Yeah. So rather than yeah, that's good. Rather than anyone being able to tell an independent story, you know, that might be risky and not make a billion dollars, they're all the same. 
See, that's where I think we we part ways, like a forked path in the woods. This podcast is telling an independent story right now, as you can tell. Like, we're not owned by anybody. Of course, we're on the, you know, the BuzzCast network, and that's a great network. I, it's been great to work there and everything. But the second Disney comes calling and they say they'll give me $10 million to move over to their side, I'm taking it. I'm not – I <laughs> I don't think Buzzcast would hold it against me either. I'll water the fuck down out of this pot. I'll water down everything. I'll take out all the swearing. I'll take out all the takes. I'll take out myself for $10 million. For $10 million, honestly, I would change the name of the show, change my name, change Sai's name, throw Sai off a building. Anything they ask, I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess... uh... Ten million would not be enough for me to change my own name. I don't think. What's a name? Who cares? Like, no one knows how to say my name anyway. Everyone calls me Chide or like Ch Ch I guess people know how to say Chid. Chid. Shid. 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 C H sometimes sounds like S H. We already made Psy change his name. Used to be like, as far as he knows, he already works for Disney. He already had to. <laughs> this, yeah, he was v- wolves at my door, and now he's just Cyfietti. Like what the, you know, he was exciting and had a rancid themed name, and now, now he's not rancid. Now he smells like a fucking flower. Poor Cy. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess to not be facetious, but I understand that point that uh, them owning everything makes it so that. You know they're they're not taking risks and they're doing whatever. I don't want to talk about the rise of Skywalker or whatever the hell it's called, the sky of Risewalker, because I haven't seen it yet. It's been out for damn near a month now. I, what excuse do I have? Well, I'll see it when I see it. That's that's kind of how I feel. Although I do have this theory that I've floated before. I don't know if I've ever said it in a in a highly public forum, but and this is a highly public forum where if you don't see a movie on like if you so. If there's a chance you're going to see a movie that's new and it's in theaters, you probably have like an 80% chance if you want to see it, you have like your highest percentage chance of seeing it is opening weekend, right? And then that chance like diminishes by half every week after that. So if there was like an 80% chance of you seeing a movie opening weekend because you're really stoked on seeing it, but you for whatever reason can't get you're off your ass to see it. The next weekend it's like 40%. And then the next weekend it's like 20%. And the next weekend there's a 10% chance you'll see it. And then it diminishes to the point where you're probably – you may never even see that. Like I remember when the new Indiana Jones movie came out, Crystal Skull. A bunch of my friends were going to see it and they were really excited about it. And I you know, I like the Indiana Jones movies fine, but I'm not a super fan or anything. But I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go see that. It sounds fun. Whatever. I like Harrison Ford. This is a long time ago. This is before I. It was when we all had real, like, honest uh, hopes and dreams for arts and entertainment and the world, and uh, less cynical time, I'll say. And I, I didn't go see it opening weekend because something came up and I couldn't make it or whatever the fuck. And then the second week rolled around and something else came out that I wanted to see more. And then the third week and you know, then I just never, I've never seen that movie. I don't think I ever. And then I saw red reviews and I'm like, well, I guess now that would seem like a very weird way to spend two hours at this point in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't, uh, you didn't miss anything on that one. That's what, well, exactly. But like, <laughs> even if I wanted to see it now, I can't imagine like until my son is old enough to want to see that piece of shit, which like he won't be for eight years, probably. I will not see it. And even then, it, I probably will have to leave the room when he watches it. <laughs> <laughs> really? You can't even, you won't even sit through it for your own child. Wow. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I, at this point, I, I, same thing for Avatar. I never saw Avatar because 
the same basic premise. Like people were seeing it and then I didn't see it. And then I was like, I'll just make this a thing that I didn't see it. And then I'm, I'm never going to see it. I don't, James Cameron can eat my dick. I don't care. Like, um, yeah. And was, there's another movie that I wanted to see that I never saw, but, uh, there was like a big, big one. Anyway, I, I feel like that happens. Do you, does that theory make sense to you? Do you think that sounds like a like logical theory or reasonable? No, that's definitely yeah. I mean, half the time movies are gone before you know after like three weeks, anyways. So right, right. Yeah, if you I don't go the... see it like the very in, within the ten day period. You're basically not going to see it. Yeah, you got to strike while the iron's hot on that shit. I think studios know. Well, I'm of course they know that because that's why the drop off is so high. But yeah, even from like a consumer perspective, like I I didn't see the second Daniel Craig James Bond movie. And the reason why I didn't see that is very specifically because I was standing on a chair in my office. This is, again, I was a much younger man. I was like hanging something up standing on a chair. And I fell off the fucking chair. It was a spinning chair. It wasn't a stationary <laughs> chair. And I fell off and I very badly re-sprained one of my ankles that I already sprained like eight times playing basketball and falling downstairs and a bunch of other things. The story of my 20s is that I sprained my ankles like every three months, basically. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. I, don't, I think my ankles were made of glass at that point. Uh, it was very much like that character, um, Todd Glass, I think his name is, from Unbreakable. Anyway, uh, so I sprained an ankle. I went spent the night in the ER. I didn't get to see that fucking Daniel Craig second James Bond movie where he, he like dies or something. I don't remember. And then, uh, and then I never fucking saw it. Never saw it. So it's another one. And like, why would you go back to a James? Like some people love James Bond. I guess like Matt Gorley loved James Bond, but I, why would you go back to a James Bond movie? They're all kind of the same like package. You know what I mean? Yeah. After, after you've seen the first like two or three, you kind of get the idea. There's, there's a hot lady. She's not really going to be naked. She's going to be in a bikini. Maybe there's going to be shooting. There's going to be like lasers or something goofy. (laughs) And the bad guy dies. I wish James Bond was a little bit more self-aware. Like, I don't love meta film, but it'd be interesting if he was for once like, these weapons are goofy. They're going to throw their goofiest weapon at me. I don't know, <laughs> something like that. Uh, did So James Bond, actually, speaking of which, that's a major franchise that I don't think is owned by Fox, Disney. I think that they're on their own still. Yeah, I don't. I'm not aware of which uh, company owns that one because I don't really pay attention to it. So I think they're one of the ones that's not a Disney. Uh, Wilson. So Wilson owns James Bond, uh, which is Eon Productions Limited and Denchik LLC are wholly owned and controlled by the Wilson Broccoli family. It's probably not pronounced broccoli, but I'm going to say broccoli. Danjik is the U.S.-based company that co-owns with Metro-Golden-Meyer Studios the copyright to existing James Bond film and controls the right to produce future James Bond films. So it's owned by MGM. And MGM is not, uh, I don't think MGM is associated with Disney at all anymore, though they used to be. Robert Broccoli. Albert Broccoli. Anyway, um, so that's the answer to that. So that's, that's there's some big tentpole media that's still uh, not owned by Disney. Not for long, because probably Disney will buy James Bond when they get into the gun trade, but... <laughs> Do you think that's the primary reason they don't own James Bond is they don't want that much gunplay? Like they'd have to replace all the guns with It probably is they're afraid of uh you know, violence or whatever. Realistic violence. Yeah. Although if you look at like the Mickey Mouse cartoons, the ones from like the forties and fifties, uh, all Mickey Mouse did was like slap everybody around and yell oh, yeah. and OG Disney is like terrifying. It's really uh he basically He's like a down on his luck bachelor all the time, and he's always letting Minnie down. And she's like really, uh, 
she's a real pain in the ass. She's like a real like, you know, damsel who's a pain in the ass and always giving him a hard time and he's like a real shithead. It's it's a really strange dynamic. It's when you look at the origins of characters like that, you wonder how they ever got so big to begin with. Now, yeah, well, people in the 40s, you know, didn't really have anything else to do, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's true when you're starved for entertainment and there's really nothing else around it really you know really get a foothold in i guess maybe that's do you think the key to success and tell me if you think i'm wrong here but do you think the key to success is first inventing a time machine then going back in time when you had basically like a an audience that you could hold hostage because they had no other options and then creating something that's kind of mediocre middling but keeping it relevant for like 20 to 40 years while people have limited entertainment options. You think that's the key to success in entertainment? Yeah, I think I think you nailed it. Yeah, that checks out, I think. I think that's right. What? So I guess people always argue and, and say that they're upset or they wish there were smaller, you know, stories to tell or things that weren't these giant billion-dollar tentpole movies. What stories would you want to see portrayed on the big screen, the silver screen? The silver screen. If you I haven't will. heard it called that for a while. Well, I'm an OG guy. <laughs> I think we need we need to we need to get Will Ferrell and just let him uh, fall down for thirty to forty minutes, and then inter- intercut that with you know scenes of uh, John C. Riley throwing a pie. What what happened to those movies? I yeah I don't know. <laughs> You're right, but. That just sounds like it sounds like Step Brothers again. You just want more Step Brothers? Well, I mean, this is just an example off the top of my head. It's not like I've written many, many fanfics about this or anything. So, okay, so you haven't written many, flint, but have you written any slash fics about it? Uh, I have no comment at this time. Oh, interesting. So you're not going to comment on your slash fic about John C. Riley and Will Ferrell? Do you think if John C. Riley and Will Ferrell could? conceive a child together that child would have straight here here i fucked that up that's bad straight hair (laughs) the ultimate irony of all ironies that their child would come out and have hair straight as the day is long yeah i think he'd probably be short kind of fat you know not like fat but it's chubby yeah and have really long straight hair yeah man thank you for describing me as a young boy (laughs) appreciate it thank you I, I was their child. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what a that life. explains very little. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't explain anything. It, so how, how much of your dislike for entertainment stems from the fact that you do not have Spectrum Cable and as a result are unable to legally watch Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt reprise their roles in the Mad About You reboot? Um, 17%. Okay. All right. I thought it was some percentage, and I'm glad you put a number on that. Thank you. How excited are you to see Helen Hunt yet again? Um, not, not a, I'm mostly a Paul Reiser guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my next question. So Jamie, you're not that excited about, but Paul, how do you feel about Paul? I mean, who doesn't love Paul Reiser? He's one of those guys who seems a lot older than he is. I think he's like 62, but looking at him and hearing his, I heard him on maybe comedy bang bang three years ago. And he talks like he's older than he is, and he looks like he's older than he is, which is interesting. Well, yeah, I would have guessed that he was in his 50s in the original Mad About You. <laughs> well, yeah, that's so. the thing. I, the only thing, so when I was a kid, like, and that show was originally, you know, began its run, I remember watching it and being 10, 12, whatever, 
and seeing him and thinking like he was an old man, like relative to me, obviously. But then there was like an episode once where he sometimes he would wear like basketball shorts and he'd put on like sneakers. And I remember him once tying his sneakers and he had like these like very childish gams. And I was like, look at the getaway sticks on that guy. I guess he's not that old of an old man. And he was probably like 38 at the time. But yeah, he's like substantially older than Helen Hunt, though. I think she's only in her early 50s. I think he's in his early 60s. Isn't that always how it goes? I guess so. Yeah, you got to. She really disappeared. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how much of an actress she is, but she really disappeared. She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress for As Good As It Gets and then or won. Did she win an Oscar? Is that why she disappeared? I've heard people say that if you win an Oscar, your like pay scale goes way up. And that sometimes fucks over actors or actresses who otherwise would like have like, you know, middling careers. Yeah, I, I have heard that as well. So maybe that's what happened to her. Perhaps. I don't know. I think she's just Maybe she took time off and had a kid or something. Oh, that's also possible. Maybe she had a family. Although she was married briefly and then was divorced and then was married again and then was divorced. And She's single now. Two questions. First of all, do you think I could get Helen Hunt as a guest on the show and she would reveal why her acting career kind of stalled out in her 40s? Possibly. It would depend on how successful Mad About You the reboot is. is. I don't yeah. think it's doing that well, baby. It's not. It's it's only available on Spectrum Cable. You can't. If you don't have Spectrum Cable, you can't watch it legally in America. And Spectrum Cable, I think their like market share of America is not like obviously the big companies are like uh, Comcast, Xfinity, Time Warner. There's like three major cable companies that own most of the country. Spectrum is yeah. not one of the big three, I believe. But I think they're in New York City and like L.A. Yeah, I, I've never uh, had a Spectrum guy come up and try and sell me cable in Minnesota. Yeah. Who do you have in Minnesota? Who you got? Uh, we have Comcast, and the uh, competing is Mediacom and Charter. Okay, yep, that makes sense. I've heard of them. Comcast, yeah, Xfinity. They don't want you to call them Comcast anymore. Don't call them that. It's, yes, I'm sorry. Comcast, Xfinity. Uh... <laughs> I call them Xfinity, a real word that people have been saying for forever. It's... It's not infinity, it's Xfinity. No. Yes, because it's infinity times X. Infinity is finite, but Xfinity is, as you said, infinity times X. And X is the variable that could mean anything. Until we figure it out, anyways. Yeah. How you feel about that, that Xfinity cable? Is that a good package? You love it? Um, I don't pay for cable. I pay for internet. And it seems to work most of the time. So oh, same. I have no real complaints. Yeah. So so you don't pay for cable. Neither do I. And here's why. Tell me if your story is the same. I was on a nice, bought a house. I didn't, I had a comp- competitor to Xfinity when I lived uh, about 10 miles away from where I live now. And uh, where I am now, Xfinity is the only, not only the only cable provider, they're also the only ISP in my area, which is great. That's a, that's a great way to live when you only it have one really internet awesome. service provider, unless you want to do DSL and live like it's 1997 again. <laughs> so, I uh, had a package. It was like two year package for like one twenty nine ninety nine a month or whatever for like a DVR and you know phone, which I literally never plugged in the phone and uh, and the internet. And then that package expired and it went up to like three hundred dollars a month. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's uh, no. I'm I moved to this apartment building that I'm in now, and yeah, the only provider you can get. Um, Xfinity Internet, or I think it's called CenturyLink, and yeah, I was like, I never heard of CenturyLink, so. I've heard of them because they, don't they, uh, I think they, 
I want to say they sponsor a stadium. Maybe I don't. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, um, I guess. And yeah, I haven't watched you know anything on cable since like 2009, anyways. Even when I had cable, it was basically just a waste of money. So yeah, yeah, cable's not the thing that I primarily care about. Uh, yeah, CenturyLink Field is the where the uh, Seahawks play. Oh. That's why I've heard of that. I was just I walked outside that stadium back in September. I walked around it during a game. I didn't get tickets to that game, but I did walk around it. So you didn't have tickets to the game. You just went to the stadium. Yeah, I was. I was. I had an extra day. I went to a wedding in Seattle, and the day the wedding was on the Saturday. The Sunday, a lot of people were leaving town, but my flight wasn't until it was like a red eye that left on Sunday night. Wow. So I had to like leave, you know, bail out of my my Airbnb. And uh, just, I had a whole day to kill, so I just, like, wandered the whole city. I think I walked, like, 22 miles that day or something. It was great. A lot of walking. Nice rainy yeah. day. Oh, rain in Seattle. That's too stereotypical. That's what I said. I was running around laughing like the like the, like the the J-Man. I'm not going to say his name because he's a little too twisted, if you know what I mean. But I was laughing. I was laughing like the J-Man, just going, ha, ha, ha. You kill me, Seattle. <laughs> For the rain. There's rain in Seattle. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I made a lot of friends. People are very friendly in that city. No, I've never been, so. Yeah. yeah it's a good city. It's, I'd recommend it if you like if you like cities. Do you like cities? I do like cities. How do you feel about Minneapolis? I guess if you had to rank them, Minneapolis, St. Paul, go. Uh, it's Minneapolis, and then it's St. Paul. Oh, okay. So the order I said them in, the order that the, people the usually say them in. The order that most people say them in is, the, in fact, the correct order. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, St. Paul, I haven't spent ex- extensive, I've spent much more time in Minneapolis than St. Paul uh, whenever I've been in Minnesota. St. Paul, there's like one uh, area that's like a Mexican alcove in St. Paul where there's like a Mexican grocer that has very good, has like a prepared food section and you can like get like, you know, food. They they will like make tacos and stuff and they have a bakery and that grocery store is awesome. And there's a quinceañera store where they sell dresses and stuff across the street. And there's like a couple of stores that seem, seems to be like a little alcove. Um, and that's a cool area of St. Paul. And also there's a chicken place in St. Paul that's fucking great called Brasa. You been there ever? I have not heard of that one. Come on, man. You got to go to Brasa, B-R-A-S-A. It's fucking great. It's like a rotisserie chicken place where they uh, they like uh, have sides. And it's sort of like southern style food, but it's not really southern. It's It's really good. I know that in Minnesota people are sometimes crazy about rotisserie chicken. True or false? This is definitely true. Yeah. So there's uh, a chain called Grizzlies that's in Minnesota. You're familiar? Uh, yes, Grizzlies. Yeah, the not Applebee's of chain restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about Grizzlies, for my listeners out there who aren't from Minneapolis, Minnesota, etc., is Grizzlies, like most restaurants you come in and there, there are some restaurants that are trying to be nice that are chain restaurants and they have like a fireplace like behind the hostess stand or whatever to like, you know, for prestige, whatever. At Grizzlies, in some locations, you walk in and behind the hostess stand, instead of having a fireplace, there's just literally like a spit with like rotisserie, like rotisserie chickens spinning behind them. So that lets you know what you're in for. 
Are you a fan of Grizzlies? I have not been to a Grizzlies boy 15 years probably. I went to a Grizzlies like five years ago and uh, in, I want to say Marshall, Minnesota, uh, way down south, way down south, etc. Um, in south the southwestern corner of Minnesota, I think it was in Marshall, and uh, it was good. I mean, I that part of Minnesota, when you're down like in the real farm country part of the state, there's not a hell of a lot going on. It's a lot of chain restaurants. So to go to even a local chain restaurant was a real treat for me. Um, another chain restaurant that's big in Minnesota is Green Mill. Ah, yes, the Green Mill. Yeah, people, I don't know why that is big. That is one I that have no is, idea why that's big either. It's, it's not good. It's worse than Olive Garden, actually. <laughs> it's It's called Green Mill, and it's... Essentially, like a pizza slash Italian place. I don't know. Yeah, it started off like as an Italian kind of, and then they added pizza, and people just go crazy for this pizza. And it's like, just go buy the seven dollar Red Baron from the grocery store. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, Minnesota also has uh, also has you guys have Casey's General Store there as well, right? That's very Midwestern. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in Iowa as well. I've seen it there, and I think it's in Wisconsin. But that's a that's a general store where it's like your general store. We got pizza, gas, and beer. Those three things you need all the time, and they have pizza available that people go again. People go crazy for for that pizza, and uh, it doesn't. I've never had it because it looks disgusting. <laughs> you walk by it like that looks that looks like below uh, frozen pizza. <laughs> like I'd rather have a Red Baron or a Celeste than that. But uh, well, yeah. I actually used to work at a Casey's, and it it does depend on who is uh, making it, basically, just like anywhere else. Oh, interesting. The guy we had was very good, so it was actually the best pizza in town. But that I I believe it was that. a town of uh, like twenty five hundred people, so that doesn't <laughs> mean a whole lot. What town was that? If you don't mind saying, I do mind saying. Okay, fair enough. Uh, there are lots of uh, little uh, little you know nice towns that are connected by so especially when you go like there's south there's no need to lie they're they're not nice well, they're, they're all terrible they're all kind of like picturesque and and cute because from so there's some if again i'm just trying to paint a picture for people who don't know minnesota but if you're driving uh like a long distance through minnesota and you're going south or southwest there's lots of areas where like there's essentially a highway but the highway is also the main road and it's like the the only way through town and uh and so you'll be going like 75 and then you'll be going 25 for like a mile and you go through a little town and then you go 75 again. And then, you know, 12 minutes later, you go through another town and you go 25 and then you go 75 again. But all those towns essentially look the same. They all look very cute and like they were all developed in the like 1920s uh, or maybe a little earlier. And they all have like a water tower that has the name of the town and the population and um, that's like it. It's <laughs> yeah, basically they're all they're all um, railroad towns, but more or less. Yeah, that's why they're so sp- spaced apart so evenly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like much, you know, they really. If you ever read any Sinclair Lewis, uh, if you read Main Street, it's it's really just like that, uh, but in twenty twenty instead of in nineteen thirty or whatever. And yeah, 40. and they're basically all the same as they were. A hundred years ago. Yeah, I'd, I'd which believe is that. Just really sad. <laughs> Anyways, that's why I like cities better. Than- <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That was, that was a great cap on that question. Thank you. What's your favorite city? My favorite city? Wow. I'd have to say um, Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba, Canada. Whoa, Winnipeg, Manitoba. 
that's a big one. Uh, specifically, uh, why? What? What makes you love that one so much? Um, well, we used to vacation there quite a lot when I was a kid, so I have a lot of good memories of going there and doing fun stuff. Nice. Would you go there in the summer, winter, all year? Um, summertime. Yeah. Summer vacations. I wonder if you went there in the winter, if that would change your perspective at, at all. Although, not that um, their no, winters not. are that different from your winters. I've heard they're a little colder, but other than that, it's basically the same. Yeah. Um, cold doesn't bother me, so. That's good. Cold bothers the shit out of me. I'm living in the wrong fucking part of the fucking north shit state. It was eight degrees here for like three days this week. And uh, it really... Oh, uh perfect weather. Yeah. <laughs> we get milk delivered because I insist on uh, living a life as if I own a farm in the 1920s. So we get milk delivered and the they put it on our porch and it was so fucking cold that one of them exploded. Like the, just yep. the glass crass, cracked and it exploded. And it was in our... I, so today I had to clean frozen milk. That was like two days ago. But it's been so cold, and I need this cooler for the upcoming holiday, so I had to, <laughs> I had to go outside <laughs> and clean frozen milk out of my fucking cooler, milk and glass. It was great. A great way to spend a Sunday. Just gotta clean that frozen milk and glass. Uh, anyway. Some people see losing money while gambling as the price of entertainment. Do you think those people should try harder to win? Um. Yeah, they should definitely resort to cheating and lying if they can. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I agree. It's nearly February, which means Black History Month. What's your favorite Harriet Tubman quote? Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let me just say, Harriet Tubman, one of the bravest people who ever lived in America. I think that uh, truly love everything she stood for. Great person. Um, should really be on the $20 bill. I think she's supposed to be right. But that's the thing that's gotten delayed because of various reasons. My favorite quote by her is I grew up like a neglected weed, ignorant of Liberty, having no experience of it, ignorant of Liberty, having no experience of it. That's it. Um, it's a good quote. Uh, I love Harry Tubman. RIP. You know, when people say rip instead of RIP, yeah, I've, I've heard people do that. It's the most insincere sounding thing you can say. Yeah, it's pretty much like, oh, screw that guy. <laughs> Glad he died. <laughs> Hope he's in hell. Uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? The guy, uh, uh, Alan Rickman. Remember before Alan Rickman died when no one ever fucking talked about Alan Rickman? Do you remember that? Um, I, yeah, I don't, can't say I heard anything about him. After the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Like, no one ever talked about him. Nobody. Nobody ever mentioned the fucking guy. He's a fine actor. There's nothing... I have nothing against Alan Rickman. Rip Alan Rickman. But (laughs) he... uh, A good actor, British guy, whatever. No one ever talked about him. But then he died, and now, like, you look... People bring him up all the fucking time on the internet, and it's like... I'm not saying that people are lying when they're like, this guy is super important to me, blah, 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 blah. I'm not calling everyone a fucking liar. But what I am saying is, I think dying is like the best career move a lot of people can ever make. It definitely gives you a big, uh, a big spike in your Q rating. I don't know. I'm, I don't know why that is. I don't know why people are obsessed with. Is it because they're like, now that this person's dead, I guess their work is serious. <laughs> is that why? I have no idea. I suppose it's because uh, now I can never have any more. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess maybe that's it. It might be like our uh, constant need to quench or like. 
almost because we want we have like a like a stomach that will never be full for entertainment or for content that when someone's dead or like a band breaks up for forever like the smiths or whatever people really obsess over it because they're like oh this is extra precious because there's never going to be any more of it so it's just for me and i love it and it's the best that must be what it is do you like the smiths um i never have listened to any of their music so but do you like morrissey's politics I don't... Is he the guy that's always uh, saying really bad stuff? Yeah, yeah. Then I then I have to disagree with him. Okay, okay. I'm opposite. I don't care about the Smiths, but I love Morrissey's politics. <laughs> Size a big... If he were here, he's a big Smiths fan. Anyway, uh, this question is religious in nature. So I'm just going to you know ask it and we can move on, but... Tell me, are you a Christian child? I was at one point. What's the most entertaining part of the Bible? Ooh. Um, for me, it was always the um, the story of Joseph getting revenge on his terrible brothers that sold him to slavery by being nice to them. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, that that is a real barn burner of entertainment, I'd agree. It may be because I saw the uh, the Donny Osmond show that I think that's the most entertaining. Pro- probably has something to do with it. <laughs> Is that Joseph and the Amazing Terry Color you want? Yes. Joseph and the Amazing If you can slur the name of a thing, it's a better thing than anything else. That's why this podcast is called Rhino Shin. Because you can just say it like that, and no one will ever know what you said, but it's called Rhino Shin. And it sounds good. If you say it drunk, it sounds good. If you say it sober, it sounds even better. Where, where are you listening to? Whose voice is that? I just listen around now. It's fine. He talks about a lot of things. See, that's what it is. It's good. It's it's a fun podcast. You can say it sober, drunk, or tired. It it always works. Obviously, Oscar season is upon us. I know not everyone has the pleasure of watching all the films nominated for Best Picture. I'm not even going to ask if you have because you probably haven't. It sounds like I haven't seen them all. Obviously. So instead of telling me your top 10 movies of 2019, can you just tell me your top 25 movies of all time? 25 deep, huh? Yeah, yeah. just tell me your top 25 of all time. I'm just going to write them down, and uh, we're going to start, and you can start right now. Go ahead. Okay, so The Lighthouse, which just came out this year. Okay, what's that about? Uh, it's about two guys in a lighthouse. Cool, sounds good. Next one. <laughs> I really am underselling it. And uh, as uh, much as I hate to admit it, I have to put Avengers Endgame. Okay, that's the second Avengers movie where they the second one after after everyone dies. Um, That's the one that just came out in the spring here. I haven't seen an Avengers movie since Avengers the first one, where the shawarma. That's the only one I've seen. So okay, yeah, you're you're way behind then. Yeah, it's. I mean, the shawarma. There's shawarma, and it's. I don't. I don't know what else I'm going to get out of those movies. No, it doesn't sound like they're made for you. (laughs) What else you got? Number three. Um, Scarface, the uh, Al Pacino version. Scarface, very important. I'm glad that you decided to specify because the other Scarface, the one that's, you know. Yes, they are vastly different. (laughs) Yeah, it's not the same movie. It takes place in a different city. There's not enough Michelle Pfeiffer in the original, etc. Yep, that's good. Uh, let's see, so that's three. Um, what's another movie that I've seen? 
Is this why you hate entertainment? You've only seen three movies? I've seen more than three. I just uh, take a while to come up with one. Do you think Indiana Jones and the Kistum, the Kistum of Crystal Skull should be in your top 25? Uh, no, that's definitely in the bottom 25. Okay, got it. So I'm going to put a separate list for bottom 25, and that's going to be at the top of that list. Okay, so bottom 25, the first one is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Got it. Okay, that one's written down. Thank you. So uh, number four for your top 25, or number two for your bottom 25. Uh, so top 25, we'll go... Um... The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie from 1995. Okay, yep, yep. So the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, not the... Yes, the one with the uh, Ivan Ooze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is very important to me as a nine-year-old. Okay. I saw that once when it... On home video at my friend Philip's house. And I haven't seen it since then. Yeah, that's probably a wise move. I'm sure nostalgia is the only thing holding that movie up. I don't think, I mean, I, I think that's true of the Mighty, 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 Mighty Boston's in general. <laughs> and Power Rangers, same thing. <laughs> How Very similar. Wait, are the Mighty, Mighty Boston's and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the same thing? They could have been. They're they're all at the same time, right? Yeah, basically. Mid-90s? Like, one group was wearing plaid. The other group were wearing white and colored spandex. It's the same thing. Yeah, one had the trumpet and the other... Had a giant robot. One fought against sobriety. The other fought against a woman who had horns on her head. <laughs> I'm lost as to who we're talking about now. Yeah, exactly. See, it all melts together eventually. Number five on your top 25 or number two on your bottom 25? <laughs> Let's just forget the bottom 25. Okay, so you want to... Okay, I'll, I'll cross that off. Okay. You don't, you don't have to keep track of that. Cause... Okay, thank, thanks for letting me know. Okay, I was keeping track of both, but I'll, I'll erase that. Okay. So um, another one, good movie is... Um, uh, what is it? Maximum Overdrive? That's a great movie. Okay, Maximum Overdrive. I think I've seen that, but I don't... What is that about? That's the uh, Stephen King... He uh, directed it when he was oh yeah when he was totally out, out of his coke. fucking mind yeah 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 yes. yeah and it's like all the machines in the world come to life and start killing everyone yeah yeah I love that guy and it has Emilio Estevez in it if I remember correctly so oh is Night at the Roxbury in your top twenty five because that's a pretty good movie speaking of uh, Emilio ooh, I think that's I think that's just on the outside. Wow. It's not in your bottom 25, though? No, it's probably like 27, something like that. Okay, 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 gotcha. Speaking of which, is Ladies' Man, the, that movie, which is also an SNL movie, is that in your top 25? I don't believe I've seen that one. I, I didn't know it, they made that one into a movie. It's a movie. It, I'm not going to say that someone who I lived with who raised me had an illegal cable box and I saw that movie 50 times, but maybe I did. Hmm, that might actually explain some things. <laughs> I'm starting to understand. I cape hard for Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows is definitely underappreciated. Yeah, he's great. He's a great... I mean, every every time he's on Matt Besser's podcast, uh, I enjoy it. How much do you enjoy Matt Besser? Um, I'd have to say not at all just based on never consuming anything he's ever done. Okay, he's going to hear about this and he's going to start like tweeting at you and <laughs> saying he's going to 
He's going to be mad at you for saying that. I'm just letting you know right now. So I can't pretend I mean, he's a he Matt might Besser. be great. I don't know. I've just – I've never – He's – Heard of him before, so – I mean, he's one of the original four from UCB, the greatest comedy thing that ever happened to comedy since – No, I thought that was Second City. Well, since Second City and since The Groundlings, UCB, the other thing that doesn't pay anyone. <laughs> You'd think – that being so instrumental for alternative comedy would, you know, serve to keep him from being so insecure. But I think a lot of uh, performers are very insecure, so it makes not, sense to me. Not me. I'm a fucking god king. Everyone loves me. Well, you're not a performer. You're a podcast host. I mean, isn't that one and the same? Let's be honest. Well, I don't know. Who are you performing for? I think just myself. Much like everything else I do on the internet, I'm just doing this to entertain myself. Then I'm not sure it counts as a performance, but I don't know. I'm not uh, an art major, so. I think everything's a performance. All the world is a stage. Maybe you heard Madonna say that, and everyone has their part. But how was I supposed to know the which way the story goes? How was I supposed to know you'd break, you'd break, you'd break, you'd break, you'd break, you'd break my heart? Do, 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 do. I've always been in love with you. I guess you've always known it's true. You took my love for granted. Why? Oh, why? Why? You you know that song? <laughs> ah, well, I'm 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 glad you told me there wouldn't be a song. So. <laughs> Glad I got you to sing. Somehow. Let's take a bow by Madonna. <laughs> uh, actually, for anyone who's under uh, twenty-five, yeah, know. I would say twenty-five. They probably have no idea who that is. If, so. For anyone who's under twenty-five, just go to YouTube and uh, don't do this at work, but put in "Take a Bow Madonna" music video and just give that a little watch. If it's on YouTube, you can do it at work. Uh, I don't think you want to watch. Have you seen that video? I mean, you don't want your boss to see you doing it. Okay, but... yeah, there you go. Or anyone else who well, is going to report you to your HR. your workplace, I guess. Yeah, or what kind of work. If you work for the Dallas Mavericks, then by all means, watch that openly and watch any yes, hardcore they, pornography. Because that will be very encouraged. Yeah, they don't. not only do they tell you that it's fine, but they tell you you should do it. They might even be, be mad that it's not... Uh gross enough yeah right they'd be the dallas mad ricks <laughs> rick carlisle was their coach he was a mad rick he was mad if you weren't watching if you weren't watching hardcore enough pornography uh george i hate to do this to you but you you still have 20 movies in him so just give me a quick 20 here come on man you're killing me um, all three of the first Indiana Jones movies. Okay, Indiana Jones, got it. These uh, are no longer in any particular order. That's fine, that's fine. So that gets you seven and eight. So then number nine. Uh, the Naked Gun, the first one only. Naked Gun one, got it. Um, Spaceballs. Spa- okay, you can't have a list without Spaceballs. Oh, that autocorrected to Spacewalks. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Uh, Spaceballs, okay. Any other Mel Brooks movies you want to throw in there? 
Um, Blazing Saddles, I suppose. Okay, Blazing Saddles, I suppose. Got it. I've never seen I Suppose. That must be the sequel to Blazing Saddles, but I've seen Blazing <laughs> Saddles. Number 12. Well, the only, how about the, the only uh, James Bond movie I have seen that I enjoyed was Goldeneye with Pierce Brosnan, so I'll, I'll put that on there. Did you enjoy it or did you just enjoy the video game? I, I did really enjoy, actually enjoy the movie more than the video game because I did never had a Nintendo 64. Whoa, whoa. No wonder we're having such a hard time having a conversation. <laughs> Nintendo 64 is like the only thing I live for. I, I'm not a big gamer. I don't think I'm... Anyway, but Nintendo 64 is my, my shit. I love that. I loved it so much. I played so much Nintendo 64 in college. So much. So much Mario Kart. I miss those College. Days. Wow, you must be a lot older than me then. I, I was like twelve when it came out. Yeah, I think I was around the same age when it came out. But uh, let's just say some oh, of us were upgraded. doing cool stuff when we were in college. Some people were drinking and hooking up and like you know doing drugs, and some of us were playing Mario Kart sixty four with their friends. I never went to college, so I don't. I don't know anything. Let me just say, those hookups lasted one night, baby, but those Mario Kart friendships have lasted a lifetime. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, I'm going to see those guys in a couple weeks. This weekend, probably. January, end of January. I'm going to go see those guys. We're in a cart together. It's going to be like old times. going to go to a weird casino and cart and sleep in a room, like six of us in one room. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Going to smell everybody's farts again. <laughs> gonna pretend now you're all 21 again I'm gonna smell each other's armpits yeah it'll be great <laughs> we all have our lives have all taken weird turns some of us are having a hard time some of us are having an easy time we're gonna just when we all get together it's like there's magic in the air there's magic on toad's turnpike there's magic on frap snowland there's magic in dk's jungle parkland parkway parkway <laughs> I haven't played in a year, year and a half. It's been a year and a half since I played Mario Kart 64. I probably am not good anymore. No, I'm still great. You never lose it. It's like riding a fucking bike. Uh, number 13, what else you got? <laughs> um, Rocky um, Rocky Balboa. D- okay. No other Rocky movies? Just Rocky Balboa. That's good. And it's strong choice and one that I think... like. Most people would probably say Creed if they're going to pick a late era Rocky movie, but you're standing by Rocky Balboa, the sixth movie in the franchise. Yes, Rocky Six. I, I think it's very underrated. Gotcha. Okay, number fourteen. Uh, let's see. The oh, what's what's the name of the the uh, the zombie movie? Um, twenty twenty eight days later. Twenty eight days later. Yep. Yes, that one. There's a, there's a sequel, and I don't like that one. Twenty eight weeks later. Yeah, that sounds right. That's another one I could have seen at opening weekend, and I chose to instead. That came out the week I graduated college, and a bunch of people who I was graduating with were going to that. I saw a little band called The Arcade Fire uh, the night before, and I had been awake for three straight days. Um, And then they were like, we're going to go see that movie. Come on, let's go see that movie, Chid. And I was like, no, I'm going to hang back and get some rest. And there was like a whole bunch of shit planned for like the next day and because the day after that was graduation. And uh, I went to sleep and I slept through the whole next day. I slept for like 26 hours. And then I missed everything the last day of, of college. Wow. Yeah. I was a prolific sleeper back then. I could stay awake for four days and then sleep for a day. I don't know. That's probably the healthiest way to live, right? 
Yeah, it's definitely very good for your body. Yeah, and your mind. Well, nothing's good for your mind. Can't can't please anybody when it comes to your mind. What about turmeric? Isn't that good for your mind? I have never heard anyone say that before. What about frankincense? Isn't that good for your mind? It's good as a gift to infant Jesus. Do you think infant Jesus needed those gifts? You know how, like, when people, when you have a kid, people come to your house and they bring you gifts for your kid, and, like, sometimes, not to knock anyone's gifts, some people bring very nice things, but sometimes people bring, like, utter trash for your kids. Do you think that Mary and Joseph were a little bit like, come the fuck on with this frankincense bullshit, he doesn't need this? Well, it probably helped, you know, with the smell of the barn or whatever they were in, since there was no room in the inn. Yeah, that's what that story says, but... (sighs) You're from Minnesota. You know that when you go outside and you're in farmland, it just smells like shit no matter where you are. It's not like you you just get used to it. It's not like you are grossed out. You know what I mean? Like you ever been to yeah, Green no, You ever been to Green Bay, Wisconsin? Uh no, I've never been to Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay, that whole town smells like shit. The whole fucking town. Like you get out of your car and you're like, "Oh, I must be near a manure factory." Nope, it's just <laughs> what that whole fucking town smells like. It's a shit town. It smells like shit. Literally, I don't know how any professional athlete lives there. My point is, it smells like shit. Everything smells like shit. You'll never get the smell of shit off your skin or out of your nose. But after you're there for like a week, you get used to that shit smell. And that's probably how Mary and Joseph lived their whole lives. Uh, All right. How about – are you a fan of any of the Star Wars movies? Uh, Yeah, they're okay. I'm not like a huge guy, but – So just the prequels you want to put on this list? Um. Well, specifically the third one and the first one, but not not the second one. So Star Wars 1, okay. Star Wars 3 is number 16 for you. (laughs) Okay, and then um, Reservoir Dogs. Number 17 is Reservoir Dogs, okay. So you don't... um, so you don't have any Star Wars, so you're not putting A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi on your list. Just The Phantom Menace and... (laughs) Uh, Attack of no. What's the third one called? Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Thank you. So but just Revenge of the Sith and the Phantom Menace. Yes, I enjoyed um, the pod racing very much. That's fun. You enjoyed. It was pretty cool. Young I mean, Jake I was, Lloyd. I was thirteen, so it was fine. Yeah. And uh, everyone loves the third one where Natalie Portman dies because she's sad. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people die from sadness. It is true. It is a real thing that happens, but uh, pretty bad plot device in a movie. <laughs> uh, all right, so number 18 for you. What do you got? Continue with uh, Quentin and go um, Jackie Brown. Okay. I've also never seen that good. one. i got to see that. It's very good. Yeah, I've seen most of his movies, but I haven't seen that one. I actually just watched Inglorious Bastards a couple months ago, and I think I'm all cut up now. Except for the latest one. I saw that in theaters because I hate Hitler. That's one thing about me. I don't like Hitler. I don't know if anyone listening to this didn't know that, but I'm not a, I don't like that fucking guy. So I was happy to see a movie where he gets shot in the face repeatedly. I'm not a big fan of guns, but I hate Hitler. So like my hatred of Hitler outweighs my hatred of guns. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a strong stance. I, I know I'm going to turn off some of my listeners. I know our listenership's going to drop by like 10%. Because of how much I dislike Hitler. But honestly, that's a stance I'm willing to take. I do not like him. I'm an outlaw tough person, bad person. But even though I'm an outlaw, 
There's honor among thieves. Number twenty. See, uh, called um, Network, I believe it was called. The was it like from the seventies? Yeah, yeah, the one about news. Got it. Twenty one. Nashville. <laughs> you throw Nashville on any other seventies movies? Um, I don't and think there's any other seventies movies. No. no, no Robert Altman movies. You throwing Shortcuts on? Uh, no, no, we're gonna forego any any more seventies movies. How about how do you feel about Kubrick? Um, I think I've only seen one of his movies. Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah, good one. Yeah. <laughs> I Naturally, I had to watch it because, uh, you know, I was a teenager when it came out, so Teen- I had no choice. In the words of another great movie, teenagers were made to fuck. Exactly. Is, is that on your top? Is Hagrid up here? <laughs> uh, no, but I do respect that quote. Okay, thank you. Uh, no, let's see. Election is another good one with uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I got it. Election, yep. 22, Groundhog Day? Um, sure, Groundhog Day is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about, what about what about Bob? I think I would put over Groundhog Day. Yeah, but I'm going to just put them both on your list. I'm, I'm just going to finish your list for you. So you don't, So just to conclude, you have only two more movies to pick. Uh, you can feel free to get rid of Groundhog Day if you want. Uh, what about Bob? Great choice. Uh, but just to be clear, so you just want Star Wars 1 and 3 on your list. You do not want any of the original trilogy on the list. Yes, I would like to anger as many people as possible. That sounds good. So you should probably also put Star Wars 8 if you want to anger as many people as possible. Just 1, 3, and 8. Um, yeah, yeah. I did like that movie as well, so. Okay, yep. I enjoy that too. I don't, I think, uh, I thought it was pretty, I thought it was interesting to basically have it all take place in one day. Um, weird plot device, Ryan Johnson, but... It worked for me, you know what I'm saying, and uh, I like that roast. I like those that casino on that planet where there was gambling, as someone loves to gamble. Um, so, 25. What's your last movie on your top 25 movies of all time? Boy, that's a tough one. Only one more to pick, but uh, I think I have to take the action classic Demolition Man, starring Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Yeah, that's a great choice. Great choice, and Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I mean. Don't mostly yeah, snipe. don't I'm yeah. I mean, Sylvester Stallone. I'm, most, I'm mostly interested in Wesley Snipes. Okay, well, I'm surprised you don't have White Men Can't Jump, which I think is probably an even better Wesley Snipes performance. Yes, but he doesn't uh, say Simon says die in that one. So okay, so uh, here we go. I'm going to just repeat your list back to you, and you can let me know if anything needs to be removed or updated. Uh, these are your top 25 movies of all time. I'm glad you've made this clear for me tonight. The Lighthouse is number one. Number two is Avengers Endgame. Number three is Scarface, the Al Pacino one, please. Number four is the Mighty Mighty Morphin Powers Ranger movie, but the one from 1995. Number five is Maximum Overdrive. Number six is Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number seven is Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Number eight is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Number nine is The Naked Gun, but the first one only because you loved OJ before you knew what he did. Number 10 is Spaceballs. Number 11 is Blazing Saddles, I suppose. Number 12 is GoldenEye. Number 13 is Rocky Balboa, a.k.a. Rocky Six. Number 14 is 28 Days Later. Number 15 is Star Wars 1, The Phantom Menace. Number 16 is Star Wars 3, Avenger the Sith. Number 17 is Reservoir Dogs. Number 18 is Jackie Brown. Number 19 is Inglorious Bastards. Number 20 is Network. Number 21 is Election. Number 22 is Groundhog Day. Number 23 is What About Bob? Number 24 is Star Wars, uh, The Last Jedi. And number 25 is Demolition Man. Yes, that sounds that sounds like a good list. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, so in light of that, I can see why you don't like entertainment, I get it. (laughs) Let's play a game. 
so we're about to play a game called Is That a Sound? Are you familiar with Is That a Sound? Yes, I've heard a couple of renditions. Perfect. That's great. I'm glad to have a guest. As always, for those of you who are new to listening to the show, Is That a Sound is a, is a game where in a moment, George will hear a sound or not hear a sound. It's up to him to determine whether or not what he's heard is a sound. If he guesses incorrectly, the game is over and he's a loser. If he guesses correctly, he will win Is That a Sound? So far, my guests are four and three on Is That a Sound, if you can believe that. And if Jorts wins today, what he's playing for is the opportunity to pick a future guest of Rounding Down. Are you ready to play? Do you understand the rules? Yes, go ahead. All right, here we go. definitely a sound is that a sound yes you're correct you ready for the next one <laughs> yes go ahead Is that a sound? That was one of the more haunting sounds I've ever heard. <laughs> You're correct. That was haunting to make. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't always know where the sounds are going when I start making them. Are you going to the next one? Uh, yes. Okay, here we go. Boom, boom, ba-boom. Boom, boom, ba-boom. Boom, boom, ba-boom. Boom, boom, ba-boom. Is that a sound? Uh, yes, that was definitely a sound. Congratulations, you have won. Is that a sound? Yeah. That's, wow, what a win. I can't believe you. Wow. That's, a lot of people have failed, and you really kicked ass here, George. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Thank uh, I've heard uh, like two people screw that up somehow. I don't know. I It's a game where I try to let everyone win every game, and I, I'd really like my guests to succeed. I root for my guests. I cheer them on. And some of them just have a hard time with these games. I don't know what it is. Who are you picking for guest, next guest? Uh, maybe not next guest because sometimes it involves scheduling. But who should we invite on Rounding Down as a guest? Um, I would say if you haven't invited him already, Rasputin Method is a, would be a good one. Okay, excellent. I will certainly extend an invitation. We'll get him booked, as, you know, assuming he accepts the invitation because I'd love to have him on. We've come to the end of the episode here. This segment is called Plugs. <laughs> 
You can plug whatever you want. George, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not really. I'm good. Great. That's good. George, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's at lethal underscore jorts. And it's L-E-T-H-A-L. I'm, of course, at Chidspin. Saifiedi, who's not here, is at S-O-G-H-F-I-E-R-I. Get well soon to his girlfriend. Uh, the podcast is at Rounding Down. You can send us an email at roundingdownpod at gmail.com. If you want to send us $5 for a 30-second advertisement on the show, of course, you can send us uh, on Cash App. We're dollar sign rounding down. Um, you can send, send $5 there. We will also uh, accept a check. You can send me a check personally for that, and I will accept a check because I don't like modern forms of payment, but people told us we had to get Cash App because um, you can write, rate, review the podcast, tell friends about it, please subscribe, retweet us when we post stuff. We're trying to get the word out, spread the word around. Anyway, um, yeah, so for, of course, for Jorts, for myself, for Cy, for the podcast, thank you for listening. Fuck you, Sealer. Rounding Down is produced by Chid. Music by Corey Major. Artwork by Cy Fieri. This was a Buzzcast Network production. Wow.